Welcome to another episode of Mental Conversations, a podcast focusing on positive mental health and overcoming the struggles of life. My name's Chris Sutton and I'm excited because <laughs> today I'm joined uh, by Lulu, uh, Louise Hornsey. Um, and uh, good morning. Good morning. So Louise has a degree in psychology and we, we work together, it doesn't matter where we work, I never really talk about where we work. Um, and we were talking um, randomly between meetings and stuff, and happened to you happened to say that you had a degree in psychology. Yes. And I was like, I have a mental health podcast, and we were talking <laughs> about it, and it was funny. It was fun. It was a good conversation. And I said, you should come on and talk about an aspect of psychology. Yeah. Um, and then when you thought about it for about five seconds, and then <laughs> you said. I'll talk about singing. <laughs> and I thought, you know what, that's, that's great, let's do that. So, um, so thank you for coming in. So to start with then, just to give a bit of background, what, what attracted you to psychology? Why did you do psychology? Um, okay. um, I think I'm just interested in how things work yeah. and learning new stuff. Okay. And I think what goes on in your head and people's behaviour is... It's a bit of a mystery in some cases. But Massively, yeah. yeah. I, I really was into kind of science at school. Um, but yeah, decided to go down the psychology route. Yeah. So it was so just interesting. I didn't really think any more than that. <laughs> so do you find it like, uh, do you still find it now where you, do you look for like mannerisms in people or tell tell signs about things? Is it is it that kind of interest in human nature? Yeah, I guess so. Um, I think people get can get a bit worried when I say I've got a degree in psychology because they think I'm some sort of mind reader. It's terrifying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expose you. Um, but it, it's not like that at all. Um, it's much more about kind of the scientific aspect of you okay. know, running experiments on people. Well, that sounds really scary, doesn't it? But <laughs> <laughs> right, not, so not quite that. But yeah, it's just how, how people work and how your brain works and yeah. those kind of quirks. But yeah, I may, still maintain an interest in it. So, so why um, singing then? Why singing? Mm. Tell me about singing. Tell me about you and singing. Okay. Um, well, I was always in the choir at school because I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and then at university. And then after that, I didn't really do anything at all until a couple of years ago uh, when they were setting up the staff choir at the council. Mm-hmm. And they just said, well, do people want to come along? And I thought, oh, actually, I feel a bit scared about that. Yeah, you know, kind I'm of, nervous just thinking about <laughs> it. Going into a room with people you don't know and, and singing, even though I've been in choirs before. Nothing serious, but just, you know, for fun. Um, but I thought, no, I'm going to do it. Might as well. What's the worst that can happen? But, yeah, I really enjoy it, and it's, uh, so, it's been good. So take me right back to the first time you ever went to a choir, then. So when you... How old were you? Oh, gosh. Well, I guess you don't really count kind of singing in assembly at primary school, do you? Um, <laughs> I count it. No, because you kind of have to, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think probably 12, 13. So, because like you must... So, so what was it about joining a choir that... What attracted you to that? I've never thought about joining no. a choir. And I love singing. Oh. So... Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm going to persuade you by the end of this. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. But, but it is interesting that that's one of the things that makes it interesting to me is that we'll talk about singing a lot more but mm. I'm just I am quite fascinated into what a you must have been so attracted to something that you decided to join a choir so I'm kind of like what was it well, it was a boy wasn't it I can see it in your face <laughs> it was a girl's school so no oh, right, fair enough. Fair, fair enough. but um how can I to be completely honest it was because my friends went 
Right, okay. And if I didn't go, I would have had no one to hang around with at lunchtime. Yeah, but that's, that, okay, that's a valid <laughs> but, reason. So it was just a, okay, we'll go, and then it's a bit of a social thing, and then yeah. it was, and then I enjoyed it, and it was fun. Okay. So, so that okay, was I it, really. It. it was by accident. I but now it. I do actively do it, not just because I've had no one to hang around with. And did, that, did it happen straight away that you enjoyed it? Yes, I think so, yeah. It would, um, if I hadn't, I probably wouldn't have, have stuck with it. So um, what, so what, um, what happens when you're singing then? Um, lots of things. <laughs> um, Good. I think for one of the things that I really appreciate now that I wouldn't have done when I was at school singing is that when I go to kind of the work choir, it's that hour in the week where I literally don't think about anything else. Okay. So I can have had like massive to do list and running around and meetings and stuff beforehand, and literally as soon as I go and do that. That's it. Sounds and like a meditation oh, type thing. Yeah, I guess it is a very... I'm very focused on that. But you know how sometimes it's difficult to focus on things? That, for me, is a really effortless yeah. thing. Yeah. So it's like a, a bit of a mini break. Yeah. Really. So for an hour, I do that, and I'm not clock watching. I'm not thinking about my to-do list. It's, I know it's going to be there when I get yeah, back, but I'm yeah, not worried about it. So. And how, how quickly does that hour go? Really quickly. Massive, isn't yeah. it? It's crazy. When you get really into... When you're really into something... <clears throat> you're really enjoying it and it just it yeah, goes in a flash doesn't absolutely. it so one of the one of the reasons I was really like excited about the subject was because like I said I'm um <clears throat> I really enjoy singing as well and I both my parents love singing oh, okay. um it led me on I'm, I'm going to apologize right now <laughs> mum <laughs> and dad um <laughs> because the quality of singing isn't necessarily that important no. in singing. No, it's And, not. like, my parents, for example, when they phone to sing Happy Birthday oh. to any of their children or grandchildren, mm-hmm. they, I hope deliberately, sing it as badly and, <laughs> badly and out of tune as possible. And it is, And that is their kind of... But, but it clearly... You know, I remember... Um, car journeys anywhere even Mm. if it was just a a short car journey we would always have music playing and we would all be singing you know I guarantee you all five members of my like family uh, growing up could sing every song from Joseph and his Technicolor Dreamcoat you know like and I (laughs) probably still could right now um because my parents had seen the show and then they bought the tape and like, and then we played it over yeah. and over in the car, or bah, hell, mm. my meatloaf, you know, that whole album. We could, like, we could sing, <laughs> we could all sing that as a family, no problem. Like, so singing is like, and it's. So I was encouraged, if you like, mm. not as kind of we think you should sing, but through learnt behaviour, watching yeah. other people and seeing the joy they get out of it. Um, so, so now I kind of have that. So. Does that kind of resonate with you at all? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the, if ever I try to persuade someone to come to choir, which is quite often, yeah. um, the first thing that they will say back to me is, oh, but I can't sing. Right, okay. And it's not, it's not really about that. It's yeah. about just having a go and having fun. We're not doing this seriously. Yeah. No one's going to kind of pay to come and see you. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's just for you. And when you're singing with a group of people as well, I think everyone kind of compensates for each other. And yeah. people can be really worried and self-conscious about getting it wrong. Yeah. There kind of isn't really a wrong. The, we all get it wrong at some point and yeah. someone else covers for you. And it's, yeah. But there's, I think there's something in that, that getting it wrong. There's, so there's, there's getting the words wrong mm-hmm. or yeah. getting the kind of 
yeah. um, harmony yeah, wrong. Yeah, done or, all of that. Um, <laughs> but I think it goes a bit deeper in that initial sense of being involved in something like that. Of um, if talent-wise, if you get if you're getting the tone wrong, or you're you know you stand out, it's the embarrassment factor. That kind of yeah. and so many people have like um, struggle with their self-esteem. And you, and it's like, why would I put myself in that position where that might happen yeah. to me? Because I have no confidence in my singing ability to go to a choir where people must be amazing, <laughs> you know, like because um, they've all joined already and they must be phenomenal, you know. Mm. Um, but it, but none of that's necessarily real, is it? It's not necessarily true. No. Um, but I mean, but I'm not trying to push people into choirs anyway. I'm trying to. What I'm thinking is. I hadn't thought of it until you mentioned it to me, how powerful singing is to me, actually. Oh, and okay. so you've made me think about it quite a lot over the last couple of weeks since we first had that, that chat. And, and I realised how much I sing. And I kind of knew it, but I do sing all the time. Yeah. Like, um, and actually, if I'm, if I'm feeling down and I put on you know, my spotify playlist yeah um other streaming services are available <laughs> i'm sure um don't know what they are but the you know then i'll be i'll be singing mm. and and it does actually make me feel better i'll listen to music before i come to work while i'm in the shower yeah and i'll generate and i will hand pick you know you'll i'll set it up for what song's going to come on next and i don't put sad songs on no. you know I, yeah because i'm trying to put really myself helps, in that yeah. mood so so yeah so i think it's so, do you know psychologically? Do you know what happened? Do you know what happens when yeah. you're singing? Yeah. Um, so, there's lots of evidence around scientific studies that they've done, not just around kind of self-reported benefits and people saying it makes me feel better, but to actually say uh, there's evidence that it reduces uh, your cortisol levels. So that being kind of I've related that down. to stress, have I'm you? Right. I'm right. <laughs> you no, I'm glad really you said smug. that. Um, <laughs> so that being kind of your stress <laughs> hormone, you want to keep that pretty low if you can. So they measure people before they sing in a choir and afterwards and they can see the, the difference. Um, it increases things like all your good stuff like dopamine, oxytocin. Are you going to say you've written yeah, that no, down as well? I'll, right. I'll you've pretend. done your research. Yeah. <laughs> I googled it. Um, which is all the good happy stuff that you want. Um, there's lots of evidence around it helping kind of with people's breathing. Because if you think about when you know when you're stressed and you, you breathe too oh, quickly, yeah, yeah. Well, if you're singing a song, you've yeah. got to take a really short breath and then you've got to make it you last. Have to breathe for the in the right place, don't you? Line. Yeah. So, and I think you know, it's that's interesting that it helps with your breathing. Yeah. Because I was having a chat with someone the other day about that, and I've mentioned this on the show quite a lot. But when you're sat in a big meeting and you have to go around the table and introduce yourself. You know, quite a lot of people really struggle with that. Yeah, Find it, nice. you know, creeping death. We call it. You know, like, <laughs> and you, and I've said this before, but I always try to sit next to the chair of the meeting, and then uh, hope he go, he or she goes my way first, oh, so okay. I get it out the way. Because if I'm last, I can feel it building in my chest, and then by the time it gets to me, I go, I'm Christian, <laughs> and my voice, and, I, I, and I'm sure it doesn't, but I feel like my voice yeah, sounds stupid. Yeah, really conscious and, of it. But the thing, the thing that I think I meant, I'm not sure if I mentioned this on the podcast, but the thing I said, I was saying to a, a, a friend of mine was asking me for some advice about how to deal with that, being scared of that. Mm. Um, and I said, oh, I'm really, I said, I can try and help you. But, um, and I started talking about perception versus reality. And I tried to get them to take themselves out of themselves and mm -hmm. gave them a few different hit, hit tips and things. But I, one of the things that I said was, 
one of my fears is to breathe in the wrong place and then have to take a breath between Chris and Sutton. And you're just like, you know, yeah, I'm Chris or Sutton, you know, and, and then sound really stupid. So, uh, yeah. so the breathing thing, actually, I haven't thought of that with singing. Mm. Um, and I think of it as another, you've got me thinking about this as another tool in the toolbox. So you have like, um, if someone's feeling, if someone is feeling depressed or let's just say they're feeling down or anxious, yeah. Um, one of the big things is exercise. Mm-hmm. You know, do lo- yeah. do loads of exercise. It releases those endorphins, yeah. and um, but some people can struggle with that and might not feel comfortable doing that. But singing yes. is something you can do on your own. You can. Um, you know, don't, you, you don't have to be good at it. You can just. So I, I'm like, people should give this a go. They should actually. do, yeah. I mean, what have you got to lose? If you're singing on your own in your house or whatever, no one's going to hear you anyway, yeah. so what does it matter? Yeah, exactly. Um, if you want to try a choir out, there's plenty out there. Just pick one that's fun, go along for an hour. If you don't like it, it's just an hour of your life. Yeah. But actually, I think what you find is you get to meet people that you wouldn't have met before. Fair enough, if you don't want to talk to anyone, that's not an issue. But I've met loads of people through work that I wouldn't normally come into contact with. Yeah. We have a laugh most of the time because um, you know it's just supposed to be an informal thing. And I think that that so that's another and it's another one of the kind of pillars of positive mental health is having those connections mm. with people and having relationships. Um, and you know, without personalising it too much, you know, not obviously not going to mention someone's name, but I'm I know of of somebody who is in a choir because yeah, it's really got me thinking about all the different. Um, things in my life that I'm aware of where choirs and things mm. and singing um, that really doesn't kind of is one of these people that doesn't like quite fit into um, conventional society and I've always noticed okay. that this person kind of struggles and doesn't have many friends and um, you know and I, I get on well with them and I don't see them um, very often but um, they're in a choir mm-hmm. And I, it got me thinking, wow, you know, that, that actually must be quite a massive release for that person because, because, they're, because all yeah. of a sudden, so I don't know what their singing skill level is like, but I know that they religiously go to the choir. Yeah. So they must feel accepted. And I know that in the environment I know them, that they, that they don't feel right. accepted. So it's, it's like, so go into that place, yeah. that it is like a safe place. Is I think huge. So. Yeah, I think it's quite a kind of safe social thing if if people are kind of nervous around other people, maybe. Yeah. But also, what I find in our choir definitely is it's a really safe place to get stuff wrong. Right. Like, you know, there can be so so much pressure, like work <laughs> like or, or other stuff, where you Ooh. think oh, there's consequences if I get this wrong, and actually, uh, who cares? Yeah. I'm note wrong. What? So what? I'm, and that's being a bit flippant about it maybe because when we first started off you should have heard as a group being mm. brand new how timid we were and how scared we were of stuff but but that was one of the things up, don't you that was one of the things that came into my head as well was you um you'd said that earlier on about that kind of doesn't matter if you get it wrong and and you've just said again and i think particularly the volume at which you sing must be very different depending on how confident you are yeah. And I think about the very few occasions that I've been to church, for example, mm-hmm. and you get, you know, the mumblers. You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I go a step further. I like singing, but I think 
throughout particularly my younger years, I would mouth the words, but <laughs> there would be no sound. But I would be like, well, no one's going to notice, but I'm going to, but I don't want to sing because the person next to me is going to hear, you know, so. Yeah, but they'd be too worried about what they're doing, to be fair. Yeah, but then, because but then, <laughs> and in that environment, then you get that person who can sing, oh, who's there's always belting it yeah, out, yeah. and you're just like, oh no, now I'm standing next to this, you know, I'm definitely not singing now. <laughs> And then more recently, um, a really a very good friend of mine. Um, every time I go to visit him, I go to church with him, um, and I really enjoy it. Actually, I enjoy the I enjoy the experience. It's quite it's a very modern church. Mm. So there's a you know a band on the stage, and there's also some oh, okay. cool guy or girl playing guitar and singing and leading the um, leading the songs, and they're all modern hymns as well. You know, so mm. and I, like. So it's all kind of new to me, or well, not new. I just it's just not something I kind of engage with. So, um, and one of the songs I talked about singing in the shower was from um, it's called "Good Good Father." I think it's a guy called Chris Tomlin, and it's a song about God. Mm. But um, you know, I'd got a new son at the time. I think that I first heard that, and I was worried about my relationship with him, okay. and I was. And I say, kind of took the lyrics to be, you know, this could be related to me yeah. and Alfie. And I was like, um, and then I was relating to me and my dad. And um, so I downloaded it on Spotify, you know, got it on Spotify. Mm. Now it's one of my belting out songs in the shower <laughs> in the morning that gets me uplifted and ready. Yeah. And um, then I went back to stay with my friend a few months later mm. and they played that song. And I went from being this, I don't know what these songs are, to this song that I knew, and I knew I'd belt out at least two or three yeah. times a week. And I, and probably for the first time ever, not belting out, but I really sang in in that kind of group environment. Yeah. And I was like, what a release. It was crazy. <laughs> the world didn't end, it was fine. Yeah, and no one turned around and went, I'm glad you only come once every few months. <laughs> you know. And also no one turned around and went, God, you were amazing. It was just... We're all here yeah. doing this. Yeah. So I kind of get the, you know, the understand what's yeah. happening there. Having that freedom of no one's going to judge or, you know. Mm. So, yeah. Where I'd like to take this now. Okay. Uh, let's, so how does it make you feel? I'm really interested in this. What is happening with Louise inside when that, when it happens, when you're singing? When I'm singing, um... I think I feel a lot more relaxed, makes me feel happy. That's a bit non-specific, though, right. isn't it? But I know when, I, say, when I come out of choir, I don't want to call it a high. That makes it sound a bit weird. But you know, people talk about like a runner's high. I've, yeah. never, I've never had that. I've no. always just had kind no. of the <gasps> can't breathe. In the end. <laughs> <laughs> but I do feel noticeably brighter and better and happier after yeah. choir. You so, light up when you talk about it. Do I? Yeah, I and I love this. One of my favourite things about this show is when I have people on and they're talking about something they love they mm. go boom and they, 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 <laughs> they get you know they physically they sit up yeah. right and they look big anyway carry on well yeah it's just um i think it's yeah it, it's all sorts of things it's a sense of achievement um sometimes we do some you know some performances which is i think optional some people might find that a bit too stressful and generally people for the first time do mm. but we all tend to find i think after we've done it that you feel kind of so kind of on top, yeah, on top it's of the world, it's an achievement. Um, and we've done some, you know, some random things. We've stood on the stage in Millennium Square singing to everyone there at Pride. And that's really? a lot of people. Oh, my God. Our little choir. Um, that's cool. And various other bits and pieces. So, 
so yeah it's good and I think generally people are appreciative of you know we're not a professional choir but no one's going to complain if you come up and turn no, up and sing a song for them are they all positive stuff though isn't it it's all positive mm. stuff I feel like uh, and again I've, I've talked about this particular thing I'm sure on previous podcasts but have you seen you know that bit of um, Billy Elliot you know the film Billy Elliot yeah and he's and it, uh, this always comes back into my head for some reason, and obviously it's about dancing. Um, oh my god, I've become a northerner dancing. <laughs> um, it, and he he's just about to get thrown out. You know, he goes to this audition, but he's just had a fight with mm. another kid, and he dances and he does quite a good job. And the kind of the people who are judging him kind of all look at each other and they're shifting uncomfortably and they're like, oh, I don't really think so. Mm. And he goes to trudge out of the room and then one of the judges or the head judge or whatever on the panel says, can I ask you one question? You know, what does it feel like? And he, yeah. and he just goes, uh, don't know. And then he stops and he turns around and he goes, it feels like electricity. I love that. He says, it just feels like electricity. Come alive. And it's always resonated with me that because my high levels of anxiety uh, which like ultimately have, like, have, led to, have led to depression in the past periods of depression <clears throat> feels like electricity going around my body but in a bad way oh, okay. so when I heard him say that I was like hmm okay and I started relating it more to when I'm in a good place and that is how it feels like so when I sing it's almost the same sensation, but the attitude's different. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of research that says it's the same stuff going on in your body. Yeah. It's just a different interpretation it's like it's... of it, and if you interpret it as being a positive thing, it's not harmful. Yeah. So how? So I'm like, so how can you flick that switch? You know, it just makes so it makes me wonder if I'm in that period of high anxiety, if I've just got a big presentation to give, if mm. I've just got a big interview I'm going to, or. I'm intimidated because Louise Hornsey's coming into the studio. <laughs> or, you know, like, Scary. <laughs> or like, you know, whatever it is. I wonder if a little sing might help. I think it probably would. You I've, know, I've not been averse to it myself. Wonder, yeah, so it might be a bit more, it might be a bit difficult, you know, going into the into the, the bathrooms and just like, oh, you know, like singing because people will be able to hear you just before. But, but at the same time, if you know something like that's coming up and you are in a, safe space to do yeah. that like in the shower before you come to work or you know making your breakfast or whatever um i think i'm gonna give it i'm gonna well i already do it but i think i might be more strategic about it yeah and think actually if i know if i know i've got a big event coming up mm. i'll make sure yeah I'll, yeah I'll i'll put it in there to mm. do it <coughs> do you find that kind of it changes your relationship with the music because that's what I tend to find that I listen to the words a lot more so we sing some stuff in choir that I would never have listened to or yeah. had on my playlist okay so uh, randomly picking something Firework by Katy Perry okay it would never have been a song that I'd have thought yeah. I actively want to listen to that and I probably would have turned it off when it came on yeah okay <laughs> but we do we do it in choir okay and it, so now it's a song that I enjoy and I think as part of kind of learning it and you take more notice of the words, you think, oh, yeah, actually, that's a lot of the oh. stuff that we sing is quite a positive message. Funnily enough, there's a, there's a couple of things there. There's, there's, I don't even know how I heard this, but there's a couple of Britney Spears songs where the lyrics are actually quite deep. And, I was, and, and someone <laughs> said that to me and then I heard this song. I can't even remember which one. It would be mm. better if I knew what they, which one. But 
And I was like, wow, that's that's amazing. You know, you kind of, yeah. what? Fireworks on <clears throat> makes me laugh because I've mentioned this to people before, but um, I'm what's called an independent visitor. So I take a child who's in care out on day trips once a mm. month. And he's a <laughs> he's a little like, little northern lad, like proper Yorkshire accent, and uh, and it it, it freaks me out because I was li- I said, "Do you want to listen to some music in the car?" Mm-hmm. And I put on whatever I was listening to. <clears throat> and I said, "What do you like then?" And I was fully expect I was pretty much expecting him to say rap or something. Anyway, yeah, something cool. He went, I like Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. I was like, "Oh, I went, what's your favorite song?" And he said, "Firework." Well, like, it's a good choice. Yeah, it's very kind so, of positive, upbeat. There's lots of kind of, yeah, it, the lyrics are fairly deep if you, if you listen to it. The, yeah. it. You're saying that about the relationship with songs. Um, I've just been having a conversation just before we came into the studio with someone about um, smells. And they were saying about how smells take them to certain places yeah, and remind them really of certain people. Yeah, that's isn't it, I think. Because um, I was ordering your drink, which has ginger in it. Mm-hmm. And they were saying to me, oh, anytime I smell ginger, it reminds me of my parents. Oh. Because of, you know, the association from childhood or mm. whatever. Maybe they got ginger hair, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> whatever. No, it was definitely the smell. <laughs> and I think sometimes if when you're listening to a song, the first note or the first lyric takes you can take you to a place in the past yeah. before your conscious mind has even realized it mm. you know you can have that feeling in your stomach oh god it's that song when that happened or oh, oh my god is that song when yeah so and i love that the music's so powerful mm. in that way and so you know hopefully this will open some even if it's one person's eyes to listening to firework by Katy Perry. <laughs> be persistent <laughs> other songs it. are available <laughs> yeah I um, <laughs> But because it does have that power, and then I've written something about like a about that being transported to the past. Do you know um, "End of the Road" by Boys to Men? Yes, of course you do. Everyone Classic. does. Classic. I had this massive crush on Lisa Brace when I was fifteen. Okay. Okay. Um, shout out to Lisa Brace. <laughs> who will never listen to this. Um, and I taped "Boys to Men" "End of the Road." So it was like on a loop, on a on a cassette, and then listened to it on my Walkman, my Walkman, <laughs> over over and over again. Aww. And now I cannot listen to. I mean, you know, every now and then, when some random eighties, early nineties kind mm. of um, thing comes on the radio and it's that song, I think about, oh god, that was a painful time. <laughs> you know, but, but similarly, especially when you're growing up, music it. When you hear it now, it oh, takes huge. you back. And you have such a capacity to remember the lyrics as well, don't you? I can't remember anything in my life Isn't these days, that... but song from the 80s, I'm there. Massively. <laughs> but they reckon that, you know, sometimes they'll say about when you're learning stuff for, for school to try and put it in rhyme or... Because you, yeah, cause you can Because you can look at how well. you learn things, isn't it? Um, but, yeah, there's... And there are certain songs for, you know, for family um, where it's the same thing. Like I said, anything from Joseph and his Technicolor Dreamcoat or... My granddad used to sing, what a difference a day makes, in this really deep voice, <laughs> yeah. 24 little hours. And he, that was the only line he sang. He just sang it over, <laughs> over and, over and, over and over again and over. for as long as I remember. Um, and I can't remember, I apologise, Dad, but my dad, what's, we've got a WhatsApp family WhatsApp group, and my dad messaged how long ago it was since my granddad died and say it was like 15 years or whatever mm. it was. And I just put, what a difference 15 years makes. Oh. And of course they all flooded. <laughs> <laughs> but like, is that like, 
it is. It's music. It's yeah. song. It's you yeah. know storytelling essentially, isn't it? Mm. Oh God, it's quite emotional. Um, <laughs> so, your recommendation is people get out there and sing. Yeah, I mean, sing in the shower. Yeah, anywhere. Sing in a choir. Why not? What have you got to lose? Absolutely. If you don't like it, you'll have an amusing story to tell someone of the time you went to a choir and <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't for you. It, yeah. And even that, just trying it, trying something different uh, can yeah, give you that sense so. of... that you. Yeah, if it's a little step, yeah, it can give you the confidence to go do other things, I think. Cool. But, I mean, you'll be amazed, but we're, ne- we're nearly there with half oh, an wow. hour. So the time just flies by. So um, thank you so much for coming in and talking to me. You're very welcome. Um, and thank you to everyone out there for listening, as always. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at mentalcoms. That's M-E-N-T-A-L-C-O-N-V-S. And uh, another episode of Mental Conversations will be winging its way to you really soon. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>